You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard The Author's Leverage. Hey, and welcome back to The Author's Leverage. I love what I get to do. I really do. I get to talk to amazing people who are either authors themselves, they are in the book publishing industry, they're book writing coaches, all conversations and topics that are useful to anyone who's writing a book or has already written a book. Um, There's still a lot of work to be done when it comes to getting our message out as authors. And I'm excited that I get to have these conversations with amazing leaders who are doing it and finding out ways that we can be more effective. So at the Authors Leverage, we're all about um, as a you know, as a solution provider to authors, right? How can we repurpose what we've written and turn it into learning experiences online? Um, We feel like that's the future of what's coming about and we get to talk about these things. And I'm excited today. We have an amazing guest. This is actually part two, I should say, of our conversation because uh, we attempted uh, to, to do this before and lo and behold, tech issues will will happen and as they tend to do. And so Priscilla and I had an amazing, amazing conversation that no one could hear because the, the audio was, was messed up. But um, nevertheless, second time is going to be just as, as good. And I'm really, really thankful that she's here. So let me introduce you to, uh, to Priscilla. Priscilla Stefan is an intuitive business strategist and creator of the Soul, Soul Fluent Leadership Archetypes who helps soul-driven women entrepreneurs create sustainable, world-changing businesses that support the greater good. Through a powerful combination of practical business strategy together with soul guidance in the Akashic Records, she excels at helping people identify their zones of genius, step into powerful leadership, and live their purpose profitably. She's the author of the international best-selling book, Soul Fluent Leadership Business Guide, Amplify Your Message, Visibility, and Profits by Leveraging Your Archetype that that supports leaders to stay grounded in their vision and prime to lead themselves and the organizations boldly into the future with confidence, courage, and sustainable growth. So, so excited. Priscilla, welcome to the Author's Leverage. Thank you again, for having part me. Two. Part two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. And again, I want to make sure people see this beautiful work of art. Yes, we're both holding it. Soul <laughs> Fluent Leadership Business Guide. Such a powerful book for really anyone who's in leadership and wanting to extend your message. So if you're an author, you're definitely in the right place for today's conversation um, because we want to talk about, first of all, this book, which I'm a huge fan of archetypal frameworks. I think as as an educator myself and just having that simplicity is so key. Um, So Priscilla, I'd love for you to just to share, open up for us a little bit about um, about yourself, um, what you're excited about today, and, and sort of how how this book ties in. How did this come about? Thank you for having me and for 
honoring me by purchasing a print copy of the book. So hi, everyone. Um, this book was a labor of love. This was probably in 11 years of being a coach. The only thing, maybe like the, the truest thing that represented a a gift of love and an honoring of a process that I'd ever done. I, I'm sure many people who listen to you have heard, you know, write a book, it builds your authority, it brings credibility, it'll get you more money, you can hire more, you know, be on stages and press. And I was like, great, that's fine. I didn't write, I didn't create this book for that. I created this book from, it was sparked from a conversation with a Facebook acquaintance who also did archetypal work around branding. And she was really breaking it down into how you could actually practically apply the archetypes into business or into branding in terms of the words that you use, the colors, the fonts, the message. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool to really bring theoretical archetypal energies and concepts to very practical, tangible ways that you can apply apply them, right? Because the application is where the rubber meets the road. That's why even in my bio, you read practical business strategy. How can you make mm -hmm. it simple, aligned with who you are in your soul, and really make it work uh, for you? And so um, I use a tool called the Akashic Records. I think it bears mentioning here. You and I have had chatted yes. about that. So this whole so fluent leadership archetypes body of work was channeled through the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records are a tool that is just really a way to access your own soul guides and guidance and information for you to live your best life. It's a tool that I use in my life, uh, certainly in every business decision I make. And when I learned to access, to connect with my own guides and then with the guides of others, basically to do intuitive readings for others in 2014, um, as I began to incorporate that into my business, I realized that I had an ability to channel dense complicated bodies of work for myself. I guess it was part of my own path and the Soul Fluent Leadership Archetype is that. So all of this to say that this was a channeled body of work, right, that came to me in 2016, the fall of 2016. And I was like, oh man, this is intense. This is all about leadership and archetypes. <laughs> Don't know anything about any of them. <laughs> and so it took me a while to really sit with the information and to really let it sink in and to understand it. 2016, it feels like we were and the world was a very different place. And so anyway, let's get back to August of 2020, when I had this conversation with this lady. And I thought, let me go into my records, let me talk to my guides and see, maybe we'll do a 10 page PDF, you know, a little table, <laughs> little thing, cool. Well, 10 pages, you know, turned into <laughs> 50, let's <laughs> ah, keep going 100. And now 222 pages later, we have a very practical business guide that shows you based on your archetype, how to apply the energies, the words, the fonts, the business model, all these things and how to, from your soul's perspective, how you most lead, how you best lead from your innate talents and strengths. So there are five archetypes. There's the mystic. I'm a mystic. We use our intuitive, creative, and healing abilities to elevate consciousness. Probably many of your colleagues and clients are mystics. There are the visionaries that are the disruptors of the status quo. 
there are the strategists that deal with more data and complicated systems and processes. There's the explorers that are all about living and leading experientially. And then there's the divine feminine that's about building businesses that are for and by community. We all have these archetypes within us, but there is a dominant one that uh, will prevail in terms of how to grow your business in the greatest alignment with your soul design, your soul's blueprint for success. You know, so basically I started to channel this and realized, oh, my goodness, this is a really cool project. And one thing that you had asked me to talk about was how really writing this book was an apprenticeship and a, a form of leadership. And it was an apprenticeship because as I was channeling the information, I didn't know what was coming through my fingertips as I was typing. It was really a study, a slow kind of unsteady an intense study of the work itself. How does it apply to people? You know, how are th how are these words and sentences given to me in the form and the way? That, you know, what is said, um, and then you know, each archetype has a color and has a symbol. And so I thought, well, let's also make it color coordinated. And then I decided to add in examples of businesses that represent each archetype, so you can get the the feel, the words, the images that they use, and see how that gets evoked in you. So all of that to say is that the channeling was easy. You know, it took me probably, I don't know, six to nine months really taking it at my own pace mm -hmm. to channel that. And then we, I keep, kept going through, you know, developmental editing and copywriting. And there's a whole legal aspect to writing a, a book like this and getting permission <laughs> to use, you know, words and images. So it was a process, but it was really good because it allowed me to feel more confident in my work and to really feel that I had a, a substantial and substantive product that I could give people to start to understand themselves at a soul level around their innate talents and soul level gifts and how to then start to apply them in business in a way that would be sustainable um, and really um, joyful and profitable. This is huge. And for those that um, are interested in checking out the book, like she said, there are color coordinated um, pages here. Um, the practicality of the book is just, it's just there. <laughs> I've already like highlighted uh, words here in this section on brand words. So like when, when she's talking about practicality, it's not just like, oh, here's some exercises to do. It's actually like these, she, she, she's giving you as a leader right? The right words to use in your messaging, right? The right colors, like how, how things start to come together, even with like photos of examples of, you know, websites, landing page, social media images that fit this sort of archetype that you are. And it's really this kind of work that is just so much fun to play with. I have to be honest, like um, <laughs> the author's leverage, because a lot of it's, it's, it's just there. It's so practical and easy to use. Um, how, I know that for, like you're saying, there was a lot of developmental editing that went into this and just different aspects that had to get pulled out. Like how, what, what sort of team effort was this? Is this you a hundred percent or, you know, were other people involved to support this coming about? Yeah, I didn't set out right to write a, out a book, probably just so That's I true. wouldn't freak out, you know, <laughs> so it just kind of kept on growing. And I was like, oh, how does now that I have the copy and it was really you know, the guides give really great copy, but then I was like, there are some words like this matrix that was supposed to be like the 
two-page overarching matrix of all the things was six. So I was like, that's a bit much. we got to like condense it. Mm-hmm. And so how, it was just really like, how do we tighten this and can I get a fresh pair of eyes? So then I had a dear colleague, Madeline, who I said, can you just look through this and tighten it? And so she did that and that made it just even more juicy. And oh, coffee. Madeline, uh, Madeline, you know. Eno. Yeah. Yes. And that was like, and it was just nice. To, and I also, the the first versions of the book, I went through like a dozen friends and I went through a book peer review to get insight, uh, which can be tricky, right? Even if there are people that I trust, you know, everyone has an opinion. And at some point you still have to go with what you, mm-hmm. you know, you believe. And so from there, I knew that, um, I knew I needed to hire a book coach, which was Sandra, Shanda Trove. I connected you to, and she had a program that um, allowed that kind of took you through, like you know, getting the book onto Amazon, and then the whole marketing and promoting of it. But I'm a good project manager myself, so I sense that you know these are the next steps, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I I had my graphic person, and then I had my graphic other person to do both the cover and then also all of the design of it. Um, and so it was, it was kind of an ongoing gradual process, you know, and I knew I wanted to self-publish. I knew this had to be in color just because it's color coordinated. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I wanted it to be very visually, um, appealing. And so from August of 2020 by, um, the, about August of 2021, the book was pretty much ready you know, cover. It didn't take that long. It took me a while just to channel the information, to sit with it, go through some of the edits. And then, you know, and then once I hired Shanda, you know, she helped me finalize the title, the cover design, you know, and then the key thing that I will say that I knew was really important is that, you know, when you don't understand a process that is as complex, you know, in terms of sub details that you have to do like a book it's so important to hire someone that knows Mm -hmm. the thing and so Shonda was instrumental in you know telling me Priscilla you need an introduction here right the guides didn't didn't give me that at first so I wrote you know very little of this was my writing I actually wrote the introduction Mm -hmm. I channeled the conclusion um, and then she t- reminded me, Priscilla, you have a quiz. Make sure to in- actually write, incorporate the quiz in there. I hadn't thought of the obvious, you know? I was like, oh, dear God, that's of course. And then she <laughs> said, maybe just re- just switch this into here and that over there. Um, and so she had, um, you know, and then also I had the, then I t- sent the book out for like um, real reviews of people that would actually be reviewers in the book and the back of the book. And so she kind of guided me, well, this is how much you need words in the back of the book in terms of, and this is the bio. And um, this is what Amazon will, will appreciate. This is what will not, you know, Amazon will get picky about. And so she really helped me with those fundamental things. She read the entire book and she gave me her feedback. This is good. This is quality work, you know, and then she gave me all these questions to consider, you know, who is the audience for this book? You know, are you clear about how this will help them move forward? Are there next steps, you know, in the book? And I hadn't incorporated like, you know, this is who I work with. And if you want more, then this is how you contact me. Um, And then at the end, I remember to add the leadership ascension journey component which was really initially um and this is what it looks like here for people um Mm -hmm. it's another color-coded diagram oops um 
color is not helping with lighting. But pretty much what this is, is a reflection of my own kind of identity shift and growth as I, as I kind of stepped, just chose to step into my own leadership through this work, because this work really was a call to action. It was an initiation when I got it in 2016. Okay, we're giving you an entire body of work. Massive. Okay. Do you want it? Do you not want it? Are you going to go all in? Are you going to kind of get wishy-washy? What kind of a person do you need to be to do that? Because all the ego stuff came up. That was why I was afraid of writing a book. And I wanted just to write a 10-page PDF. Because I knew my ego was going to get activated. Oh, I'm going to be an author. This is going to be amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. But I've had to check my ego along the way. How much money is it going to make me? Who, who, you know, How famous is it? How am I going to be? Like, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I've had to taper and balance my, um, do my checks and balances internally of expectations and timelines. Um, and so that's why I say that this is a true labor of love. Like I loved every second of this book, even the moments when I was like, oh, oh I'm like, I'm ready to be done. You know, I just knew that it felt delicious to do. And I was so excited to see how it was coming together. And mm-hmm. also, you know, energy in, energy out. My energy was so loving and joyful that the response I was getting was equally, this is a great book. This is amazing. And so it was really encouraging to get that positive um, feedback. So, and I think the thing I'm most proud of is that this book has nothing to do with me. I'm the doula of it, but this book is not about me. This is not for me, you know, like I mean, it was an apprenticeship, but this book is for people that can really make a difference and really activate, ignite, illuminate the path for conscious leaders and entrepreneurs to make a real difference in the world by truly tapping in to the truest and most beautiful, authentic parts of who they are. And that, to me, is the gift and the message of this book. And that's why it was so exciting um, to do it. 100%. 100%. It, it's, again, it's it's so well done. I love even what you're saying, like, this is something that you received, and it wasn't necessarily about you, <laughs> uh, which you're right. There's not a whole lot about you in here, I think, except for just the bio or something. But uh, but it, it to me, it just speaks to just how much of a gift this really is, and how unique it is. And even um, looking at some of the feedback that's come back from the book, I mean, it's, it's, Really, um, you know, you should read this before you write your business plan, right? This is something that's going to change in the future, right? How businesses are built. And I think that the key that you've tapped into with in, in this is just bringing self more self-awareness to the leader. So that way, you know where your strengths are, right? Like you said, we have all of these abilities, right? That show up your, we are explorers, we're visionaries, we're mystics. We have all those components, but where you shine most and strongest is really where to kind of dig your heels in and really create some change for other people with that with that gifting. And and so when you when you consider this book, because you keep saying, uh, of course, this was like an apprenticeship, um, but it also was in combined with you growing as a leader. So how how would you say in general for authors? Right. What is the true benefit of sitting with this process, you know, and putting out your, I guess in some cases, people consider it their life work. You know, what is really the true benefit um, outside of kind of what you said, the the glamour, the ego, those things that get, um, that come up, of course, which nothing is wrong with that. But what do you feel like is really the bigger picture for authors who set out to, you know, put out uh, work 
either like this or similar work? I think it makes us stronger, clearer, maybe even kinder, more Mm. compassionate stewards of the work and the message that we are here to impart through the vehicle of book or books or and all the extras that can come with that and even our businesses. And by that, I mean that leadership is, I know it's cliche, it is an inside job. You really have to, it calls you, you know, the leadership ascension journey starts with the initiation where you get this call to lead. In the book, leadership is defined as contribution. It's your way of making a difference in the world, however you define it. So you feel the call and then there can be a denial of this isn't for me. Oh no. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. Right. And then you go through kind of a dissolution, that chrysalis phase of dissolving those beliefs and narratives and patterns that you've had that aren't really in alignment with what the work is, is calling from you and of you to really be its champion in the world. And then there's kind of, you feel like this internal restructuring happen and then you kind of come out kind of with a new perspective of yourself and your work, which is where I call the new level leader. And so it really is a process and the identity crisis will really feel messy as all shit, you know, because you're bumping up against those edges and fears and narratives, whether it be, you know, I can't put out a book on soul. Who's going to believe me? It's going to be, they're going to think I'm a total quack or, I'm not a real leader. I haven't done all these things. Who's going to listen to me, right? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. How am I going to fund this? How long is this going to take? You know, what is my family going to think of me? What are my friends going to think, you know? So everything that you can imagine gets, all the buttons will get eventually pushed. Mm. Um, And it will stretch you to re-examine and reassess and reprioritize what matters and to really look at well what's the truth here if I just strip everything down what's the truth do I want to do this and if I'm going to do this what kind of a person do I need to become to really lead and champion this work so that it really aligns with its energy and its frequency I believe that our businesses and our books have a frequency they have an energetic signature that kind of speaks to certain and resonates with certain people. And so the apprenticeship then in turn makes us, I think, hopefully a little more humble, but also Mm -hmm. a lot more confident um, and really more fluent and more versed in our work. And I think that's what I mean by apprenticeship. I feel a little bit more fluent and a little bit more versed. And at the same time, because my work in particular is so dense and profound and rich, I still feel like I barely am scratching the surface. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can definitely go deep on workshops. There's so many other aspects just on each of each of these archetypes, Um, because I I know I'm I'm a mystic. I I fall under that as well, as I know a lot of visionaries do. And uh, and and just having this as a resource is huge. Like I, I do pull it out from time to time, especially if I'm writing copy or just seeing like, you know, what are some of the things that are coming about that would be useful 
with what my gifts are so that way I can show up that way. Yeah, um, exactly. I would totally agree. And one thing I want to mention, so the book has um, for each archetype, there, there are several sections and this is in the table of contents, right? You, mm-hmm. there's always both an overview. You can find um, at the end of each section, there's an overview of the topics that we discuss, kind of like a skim through if you need a mm-hmm. fresh, a quick reminder. And there's also the overview matrix that you get at the front of the book that has everything by every archetype in all these sections. Yeah. And in each chapter, then you get um, more details. So for each of the archetypes, we will look at your vision, your manifesting style, branding, which includes colors, brand words, content, uh, marketing, energy to express yourself, your marketing, your business model, team building, mindset, and then some reflection questions, you know, um, to really get you to deepen into yourself. And at the end of the book, there are even a few pages if you want to use the book kind of as a little notes. There's some notes at the end where you can just take notes if you don't, you know, if you want to keep them um, nearby. And one thing that's really important is that, you know, when we lead, we do come up against both our strengths and also what I call our kryptonite, right? Those elements of our personality that really can hold us back and stop us in our tracks from really stepping into what we're here to do. And so this I had to just, I decided to add in, it's on page 27. Mm-hmm. Oops, it's called the um, the kryptonite and antidote matrix. And so it's hard for me to see here, but pretty much, you know, like it it goes into what are your superpowers. So if you're a mystic, you, your innate gifts are intuitive, creative, and healing. Your kryptonite, what stands in the way of you leading for many mystics, it's self-doubt, fear of embracing their spiritual gifts or coming out of the spiritual closet. And then there's the antidote, right? What's the path to taking action and being fully yourself, right? And so for a mystic, you know, our the antidote to our self-doubt and fear can be to be authentic. And what I mean by being authentic, it means to really come from the heart, right? When when we get really afraid of what are people going to think of me or, you know, what are what am I going to say? What's the right thing to say? Come back to the heart and say, what is true? What is the kind and loving wisdom that I have to share with others that can help them? And so oftentimes when I'm not sure what to say or when I get really in my head, I just say, if I were just being completely genuine and coming from the energy of love and truth and wisdom, what wants to be expressed here? That mm-hmm. always becomes an antidote to a lot of the time, the you know, the, the, the crippling um, fear. You know, my fear buttons were majorly activated as I started to put this work together. Because back in 2016, before even the Trump years and a pandemic, it felt like everyone was just like hunky-dory and it felt like leadership as usual. And this book is designed to help people be the fullest expression of themselves, to follow their soul's blueprint for success and leadership and contribution, because the world is calling for different Um, paradigms and systems and processes Mm -hmm. that are inclusive, that are kind and compassionate and that create a better world and a better planet and a surviving planet, God help us, Mm -hmm. uh, moving forward. And so that means that the kinds of leaders that are being called forth are are going to be more expressed. They're going to be more confident. They're going to be the spectrum of expression and self-expression we are hoping will be much more rich, deep, and full, right? So a world where mystics are hiding in their closets because they're afraid of being burned at the stake, right? It's not mm-hmm. going to be helpful 
to the world um, or visionaries that are afraid of speaking up, even though that's what they're designed to do, that's what they're, you know, they're here to do. And so it's really a permission slip. I've heard some people say it's a, a, a way of feeling recognized and seen by many. And it, it's a, um, a way to see a path forward, to lead and to see others doing the same so we don't feel alone. It's huge. Uh, and and the book, and I'll, I'll just bring this up again. Everybody, let me bring this up full screen so that everybody <laughs> can see this. Um, because I, I really want to just emphasize, like, this, I feel like, is just such an incredible resource for any business leader, especially authors that are tuning in. Because this is just going to give so much more clarity, as I mentioned, just that self-awareness that is so um, needed going forward, especially as we're sharing our messages and we're, and we're teaching what's in our hearts and what we've um, seen evolve in our, in our leadership, right. And in our businesses. So I highly, highly recommend it. A link to the book is going to be somewhere around this video or audio if you're tuning in. And, and also um, Priscilla, if you would share a little bit about, you know, how, how you're working with people these days, what you're excited about, if anything is coming up that's noteworthy that we can uh, help and share and let the listeners know about. Thank you for asking. So I work with um, more established or seasoned women entrepreneurs that have usually a service-based business um, that's actively supporting the greater good, right? So it's a purpose-driven, mission-driven business. Um, And so those are the kind of the people I work with. Many are mystics, but not all. Um, and I work primarily one-on-one in terms of supporting them in their business. And I provide the, the, the truth and honesty along with the work. The, really, everything is from the soul. So I always provide the soul perspective um, from the Akashic Records um, in terms of guidance around message, marketing, business model, team building, and really your leadership um, refinement and honing who you are as a leader to lead the, the vision and be the mm-hmm. steward of this big thing. So I work one-on-one with clients uh, primarily, and uh, if you're listening before September, I also do teach how to access the Akashic Records in September, mid-September, I'm teaching level two, which is where you learn how to read the Akashic Records of others, which pretty much means do intuitive readings and connect to the soul guides of others. The prerequisite is that you know how to read your own records first, and that's something that you can you know, I teach too, but I'm not teaching it before this month. So you can learn from somewhere else or do a self-study. I just need you to be versed in your ability to connect to your guides so that you can. And this training is extra special because you're not only connecting to your own, to the records of others, but you're also learning to read their soul wealth blueprints and the soul wealth blueprints of businesses. So it's, it's pretty rich in a 30 day um, experience. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing. And uh, we'll be sure to link to your website and uh, they'll be able to get you'll be able to get more information on those links, which is which is great. And uh, and as we're wrapping up, Priscilla, thanks again uh, for for being here. I want for you to share any last parting words of advice or wisdom that you might have for authors and um, publishing experts that are tuning in. And um, and as well, one of the my favorite questions to ask is, what is your one word? Um, if there was one word that uh, was your you know your Priscilla's message to the world, and you only got one word to sh- to say, uh, what would that word be? Truth. Truth. I love it. I love it. And and why why truth? Because it's the 
it's how we stay in alignment and integrity with ourselves and with our souls. The truth does not lie. I always tell people this. So the, the truth is simple. It may not feel easy, but it's simple, right? You know, do you stay? Do you leave? Do you write? Do you don't? Do you quit? Do you start again? You know, um, we know the truth. We may uh, deep down, even if it's like, I don't know what it is yet, but that if that's the truth, then that's the truth. You know, truth is really that compass for a life that is really rich and, and meaningful and also really courageous. And my last thoughts in terms of, um, I always knew I would be an author. I didn't know it would be in a channeled body of work. And I think that, um, you know, make sure to find people that really you re resonate with who will help you write the book. I don't think you need to, you know, spend gazillion dollars on these packages sometimes with people. But I will say in, in full transparent honesty, it took me from beginning to end, you know, if I tabulate all the costs, about $10,000 to self-publish this book. Um, and it, you know, it wasn't right away. Um, and it was worth every penny. Um, and so just believe in yourself and get the support you need. And it doesn't have to cost a fortune necessarily. And then ultimately, you have to trust that it's the right timing, the right thing. And then just be excited about it, because it's important to love the project and to really always be true and be honest about your reasons for why you're doing it. Not right or wrong. It's just be honest. Wow. That is huge. I've definitely taken away something with that. Uh, just that there is that resounding word of the truth and just how, how essential that is um, to just how we evolve and how we honor that within ourselves. So Thank you again, Priscilla, for being here. This was so good. Um, part two is even better than part one. Uh, we'll have to do this again uh, at some point and just continue to have the conversation because I know that, but as you mentioned, with a lot of these topics, they just continue to evolve, you know, as, as more things come about. So congratulations again on this work. And I'm so excited for you. Thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yes. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in to this conversation. I love these. If you know someone else that needs to be on uh, that you think would be great to hear and to share on the podcast as well, please reach out to us at theauthorsleverage.com. And before I let you go, I'm going to let you know about a quiz that we just developed called the Book to Course Scorecard Quiz. So if taking your book and your life's work that you've written, if you think that there's potential that it could be repurposed as a learning experience online that can help you reach more people and uh, create a revenue stream from it, I would love for you to take a quiz. It's a quick quiz that we developed that'll help you answer the question, should I turn my book into a course? So um, you can check that out at theauthorsleverage.com and uh, take it and let me know what you think. Uh, it's been really exciting just with all the conversation that we've been having just to see what makes for a successful course and what doesn't. So take the quiz, um, find out what it is and tune in for more resources that we're gonna be coming about for authors here at The Authors Leverage. So. Thanks again. And thanks to Priscilla for joining us today. Such a good conversation. Pick up the book. Just have it. This is just something that needs to sit on your bookshelf and you pick up and reference for yourself as you're developing as a leader, as an author and all the things. So thanks again. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.